Welcome back. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson. I'm Jody Vance sitting in this week. And now we connect with Mark Schweck. Mark is the government relations for Ukrainian Canadian Congress and the chairman of the Stand with Ukraine Committee Canada. And Mark, I'm great, great to have you on the program first and foremost. And I'm so excited to bend your ear about what happened in terms of Kiev's mayor addressing Toronto City Council. How did that come about? Well, this is uh, uh, this, uh, uh, an extension of the fact that the cities are have a uh, mutual agreement, or they're not quite twinned, but they have a, a twinning type of agreement. And uh, John Tory, mayor of Toronto, has always been a great supporter of the Ukrainian community, of the cause. He understands intimately the issues facing the Ukrainian community, facing Ukraine. And um, through uh, Deputy Mayor Thompson, they arranged to have the uh, mayor of uh, Kyiv address uh, city council and uh, it took place today give us some uh, highlights of what was said today in that in that connection sure of course so the mayor of uh, Kyiv uh, Klitschko the former boxer uh, there were two moments that stood out for me one was uh, he thanked Canada very much for always being in the lead and supporting Ukraine and saying that uh, it's always been res- Canada's always been respected, but you know at this point they're in dire need of additional support from Western countries, and Canada always having been a leader in the past, they're looking for Canada to take the lead again and not follow the other nations, but to take the the, the front row amongst uh, G7, amongst NATO nations, and drive the agenda forward to support Ukraine. The other key point was. Um, that Klitschko was describing the atrocities taking place in Bucha and other towns. So he uh, he left Kyiv and drove up there. It's a suburb of Kyiv. And he drove up there and was describing what we've all seen on TV. But uh, he said, I had to see it with my own eyes to understand the tragedy and the extent of it and how absolutely devastated the towns were destroyed and houses and people. And uh, if you've seen the TV images of people bound by hands and legs on the side of the street, just shot dead right there. Uh, going into basements and seeing the uh, the tragic uh, circumstance of people being tortured in basements and, again, being bound and shot. And uh, he said, I had to see all this for myself. And you could almost see tears in his eyes. And this is, a, this is what really struck me. This is a former heavyweight champion of the world, boxer, mm-hmm. who took many blows. And he's almost crying as he's describing it. And it does, that really hit home for me. So devastating, those images. And when we learn that we're only seeing the tip of the iceberg here, the attack on civilians, it's such tragedy unfolding before our eyes in real time. What were the requests from Canada? What, what did they, how do they want us to lead? Well, they want us to lead, of course. Number one is arms. Uh, the West has the arms. The Ukrainians have done the heavy lifting. In pushing back the Russians, they have uh, they have defended their their land heroically. If you may recall, you know most of the analysts in the West, if you saw the generals on TV describing the war, they generally said two three days and Ukraine is done. Um, Ukraine is now pushed into their uh, into their sixth week of defending Ukraine. They have freed up lands. They did not only held their their own, but they actually freed up lands. And they have uh, been heroic in that battle. Um, they're fighting the battle for Europe. They're fighting the battle for uh, democracy. They're fighting the battle for NATO. And they're saying to NATO countries and the Western countries, just give us the advanced arms. We're fighting now with javelins and stingers, but we need the anti-aircraft uh, batteries that are in uh, sitting in Poland, for example, bring them to Ukraine. Help us protect our skies. We'll protect our own skies if you give them to us. We don't need you to come in. We don't need boots on the ground. We'll do all the work but please give us the tools. We have nothing left. 
We're with Mark Schweck, who's government relations for Ukrainian Canadian Congress and the chairman of Stand With Ukraine Committee Canada. And we're talking about how uh, Klitschko, the mayor of Kiev, uh, connected with the council in in Toronto, the sister city, if you will. Can you give us a little mark, a little history lesson on how that sister city um relationship began what is the history here i mean we all have heard in in the weeks since february 24th we've all heard that canada has the largest ukrainian uh, population outside of ukraine so no surprise that our hearts are breaking collectively here in canada but but why that connection specifically with toronto well toronto has uh, probably one of the most active ukrainian communities globally um, not only is it one of the bigger ones um, it also is the most uh, organized globally. The Ukrainian World Congress headquarters are here. Most of the chairs of the either global organizations and or Canadian organizations are centered in Toronto. So it has a, a great concentration of leadership. And of course, that creates a nucleus of, of engagement. And so um, back in 91, I believe, I recall correctly, um, we created a, a sister city type agreement with uh, Toronto and, uh, and Kyiv. And that agreement was in place. And for many years, it was a, you know, a nice gesture to have and somebody would visit and, and they'd welcome them or vice versa. Somebody would go to, uh, to KU from Toronto and they'd welcome them. But it wasn't really actively engaged. But uh, as uh, Mayor Tory got uh, uh, more actively uh, familiar with Ukraine, uh, that engagement deepened and his support for our community and support for Ukraine has been tremendous, dating back to uh, 2014 when I became active on this file. And uh, now on this uh, last round, in this last few weeks, uh, it just has accelerated. And he's been a tremendous supporter of ours. And it culminated in the uh, virtual visit by Mayor uh, Kuchko. It is so important, I think, in where we find ourselves right now in this global moment for Canadians to understand what we can do to help move things forward in a positive way for the people of Ukraine. What would you say to our listener who's wanting to do something to help mark sure the the most important thing anyone can do and i'm not going to mince words at this point ukraine is desperate they you've seen mariupol just almost completely destroyed is call your mp uh and especially those in the government party and tell them you want canada to fully support ukraine um, for them to dig deep and to provide that extra support for ukraine that's number one if the mps feel the pressure from all over the country, um, they will then um, surely uh, be able to support that kind of further engagement. Uh, not that they haven't done a lot already, and Canada has been wonderful, but it, Ukraine is at this desperate point. Either they win this or they'll be enslaved for another 10, 20, 50 years. Who knows? And this will never end. Ukraine and we can change it. Fully- yeah, we can change it with a phone call. If, if each it. Canadian took that moment to call their member of parliament, to call your MP and say, whatever it takes... We must stand with Ukraine. Mark, I wish I had more time to chat with you, but I really appreciate that directive because many people are feeling very helpless and stressed on behalf of our sister city of Kiev. And uh, really appreciate you enlightening us with the history today. Thank you so much for having me. That's Mark Schweck, Government Relations for Ukrainian Canadian Congress and the chairman of the Stand with Ukraine Committee Canada. A very important conversation to be had and a phone call that we can easily make to our MPs. You're listening to On Point. I'm Jody Vance. We're back in a moment.